Hello, hello, and welcome, everybody, to Satanic Study Hall. Class is now in session. It is great to finally be recording as getting a bunch of Satanists together in the same place at the same time is rather difficult. So however you found us, I want to thank you for listening and thank you for your initial support. My name is Bill Rohr, and today I am joined by Johnny Voorhees and Joseph Rose. Johnny's band is featured in our podcast, Intro and Outro, and Joseph is the founder of the group that brought us all together, Satanic Delco. Now, because of that group, I went from having no real Satanist friends to developing an ever-growing network of them in a matter of months. Um, We'll definitely talk more about that later, and I'm glad that these two degenerates are here with us today. I mean, you know what's funny about that is I was thinking about that when I joined the group. I said, wow, I never knew that there were so many of us in such a close proximity. Yeah, Johnny, I was the same way. I was surprised with that as well. The the sheer amount of people alone who nearby, within miles of, of me, were who were members of the temple or just shared, you know, the same beliefs blew my mind. I, I was completely unaware. Now, in the same regards in talking about like-minded people, we would love to hear and meet our listeners um, whenever you have a question, a comment, a concern, or you want to yell at us if we fuck up. You can do that at satanicstudyhall.com at gmail.com send us an email or you can visit any of our social media where we can be found under satanic study hall so this is what we are calling our introductory episode it's a quick roll call of some of our rotating podcast members and contributors where we come from in regards to religion and satanism Um, this is going to be a forum for myself and fellow satanists and degenerate friends uh, who will journey through satanism from its inception to modern day We'll dive into news and entertainment through the eyes of modern Satanism, talk shit to each other, have fun, and educate each other. We will be discussing and actively participating in activism and charitable events, and encourage any and all of our nearby listeners to join us in our efforts. Now, something that I'm real excited about is Satanism in music. Now, this is a segment that Johnny is going to spearhead, and he's going to take us through satanic related albums or just albums with a dark and twisted history or feel uh, artists and everything related uh, in fact the first album that we'll be talking about is going to be twin temples satanic duop which i gotta say is sexy as fuck uh, it was not what i expected it to be and it has made its way onto my daily playlist now we're set on a study hall platform where the agenda is going to be free-flowing Uh, It's going to be open and ready to go wherever the conversation and podcast takes us. We will try to be topical, but no guarantees as far as how far into certain topics that we will, as we're going to have a lot to say, and we're trying to provide a a unique lens to look through when it comes to looking at the world, Um, and that goes back to talking about you know modern Satanism. Now, personally, from my experiences, I fucked around in high school way too much. I wasted a lot of time, barely graduated. Uh, Study hall to me was either a second lunch or a time to smoke weed at the Ithaca Falls. I rarely ever went, but I do have to say the high school period for me is when I made my official transition to, you know, the dark side. Uh, My eyes were open. The questioning authority really kicked in. And high school really was, was that transition for me. What about you, Joseph? My, uh, 
my high school experiences did more to shape who I am um, and probably aimed me directly at Satanism um, than it did any more traditional educational type. Johnny? I mean, my problem was I was a nerd. So I used study hall <laughs> to my advantage. I wouldn't do homework or I would you know, study for a test or I would uh, work on a project that we had to turn in. So study hall for me, I took it serious. Yeah. I did. I didn't fuck around. I didn't. You know, I didn't cut it, which I probably should have. Looking back on it, because it was stupid. <laughs> we actually had a graveyard right across the street from where I went to high school. So, I did create my fair share of satanic themed artwork, uh, all through study halls and art classes, and you know anything like that. So, uh, so you can expect to hear us bi-weekly. We debated a weekly format, but we want to make sure that we, we put everything we have into uh, not only just having fun, but into the content piece of things. So new episodes will drop bi-weekly upon the launch of our intro, Sundays at 11 a.m. And you can find that on all major podcast platforms or by going directly to satanicstudyhall.com. That's also an outlet. You can find all of our various social media platforms. We're on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and we have a Patreon. We'll talk more about that. We have a couple of uh, blind faith followers that have uh, decided so, thankfully so, to donate to us and support us even before our launch. So we'll definitely shout them out at the end of the uh, episode here. That is true support. Isn't it? And when I said blind faith, like, and I, I think I've done that a few times before in the past, but it's it's when you when you see that going into something like this, this being the first... I personally have done anything like this since I, I was in college in twenty at twenty years old. It's it's reassuring, right? It also makes me nervous as fuck. Me too, because <laughs> yeah. I've never done anything like this before. Yeah. Once people have paid their real money, you owe them. Yes, it's serious <laughs> now. So, as far as who we are, uh, there will be a, a rotating cast of degenerates joining Satanic Study Hall on a biweekly basis. Me personally, uh, my name is Bill. I am from a small town, Ithaca, New York. Uh, I was born and raised a, I guess you could say, Catholic with a little bit of mix of Presbyterian sprinkled in. Parents were a little torn. Uh, I was spoon-fed to church with my neighbors. My parents never took me. It was, let's get rid of the kids on a Sunday, so... Well, I, I guess I'll say it. Sorry, Mom and Dad. So we can spend some intimate time together. Uh, I think they know I'm well aware of what they were up to. It was just child care. Yeah, absolutely. The, the church served as child care. And whether it was the neighbors across the street, um, you know, at, the more time I spent in church, the more options my parents had as far as people to dump me on. So thanks, Mom and Dad, if you're listening. Appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, religion never really made sense to me. It, it, if anything... It angered me that people would put so much of themselves into into the supernatural. And even growing up, um, through my evolution from the church that I was subjected to and then slowly becoming the anarchists, and then the anarchists turned into just a boring atheist um, and not really putting any of my time and effort into something that I do believe in. Um, and obviously now as a member of the Satanic Temple, we have the seven tenets, and those seven tenets alone since 2014 changed me 
uh, Joseph. Was there was there a time when, even as a kid, you know, I guess it's easy as a kid, you start off believing what you're told. You know, you're told a story, you kind of believe it. You believe in Santa Claus, you believe in the Easter Bunny, you believe in Jesus, you believe in all these stories. Was there a moment where you kind of shifted? Or like, wait a goddamn minute, I don't think this is true, maybe. It was almost like the dominoes falling one by one as each one unraveled, whether it was the Tooth Fairy or, you know, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny. To me, it was all the same fantasy. And I think that, like the separation of all the childhood rituals that we eat in the holidays, I think that kind of opened my eyes and allowed me to kind of be like, apply that same thought concept to religion. And just like I said, it was the one domino falling after another. How old were you when you kind of settled into, yeah, this is, this, uh, this is not for me? That was about 12, <laughs> oh, yeah. 12 or 13. That was when I just started overall, did the whole question authority thing, like asking why. I mean, you know, it wasn't the five W's. It was just simply why. Like it's the most facts, dangerous question. Facts, data, give it to me. I was hungry. You know what I mean? I was also a dickhead. Well, I mean, you were a lot younger than I was when I started questioning faith. Because I'm pretty much the way you were. I was raised Catholic. I was baptized Catholic. You know, I went to church every Sunday with my mother. And then um, I developed, I started, I stopped for a while. And uh, maybe when I was 12 or 13, I started going to a Presbyterian church. The, the services between a Catholic church and a Presbyterian church are, are apples and oranges. Really? Yeah. They, you know, the, the, the Catholic, you know, with the pipe organ and, you know, and the chanting. <laughs> the Catholics are, are way you know? more ritualized, right? Yeah. 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 And just the way they talked and everything. And I mean, the Presbyterian, when I went there, I mean, they had like a live band. They had drums and guitars and electric guitars. And, you know, and I was in the, well, I still am, but I mean, I was really into rock and I was just starting to get into music pretty heavy and it blew my mind. And it kind of, you know, brought me into that, that phase. Yeah. I mean, I, I started to, like, it, it opened my eyes. I was like, wow, you can actually, you can actually worship like this. And it's not a sin. You know, like I said, if you brought that to a Catholic church, they'd be like, get out of here. You know, we don't do that. We don't do that stuff here. Yeah. The Catholic church only knows you when you pay them. You don't give them any money. They don't give a fuck about right. you. But uh, unless you have a little kid, but we won't, we won't touch on that. But um, <laughs> I started going to youth group because I was a, I don't want to say a bad kid, but I wasn't the best kid. Yeah. And I, I was starting to get into trouble was starting to hang around with the wrong crowd. I started, you know, I started stealing things. And my mother found out about it. And she was like, well, you better get your ass in gear. Or, you know, you're going away. You're going, to, you're, you're going away. That's it. I can't take it anymore. So I lived across the street from, the, from uh, my friends. And they were like, well, why don't you come to youth group with me? I was like, I don't know. I don't youth know youth I group. Yeah. Uh, I saw. I used to go to Awana on Tuesday nights. I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, I went, and it was okay. I mean, it wasn't the greatest thing, but I just mean, when I went to the... And they were like, well, why don't you come to a service? Okay. So that's what I said. I went to that service, and I was like, wow. Get their hooks in. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And I mean, right after it was over, like the pastor was like, we want you to become a member. Don't waste any time. Yeah, they don't. They didn't waste any time. I was like, I'd love to see you be a member of the church, and I never did, but I became a regular. 
but I never was a member. Any new shirts I ever went into, whether I was like going to support a friend during a concert or something growing up, um, the, the adults, uh, the members of the church have a laser focus for strangers. They pounce on you. Like, yeah, they it's, do. It's wild. They do. Like literally, they sometimes corner you. They'll walk up to yep. you with like eight brownies on napkins and some juice and and get you into a corner and start asking you to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your well, Savior. It's funny you mentioned that because they did that too. Like after the service was over, like they would have like a little get together because the church that we went to had like a basement and that's where they would set everything up at. And these weird little hand-picked meetings being yeah. like, all right, yeah, let's, let's, let's shower them with compliments and brownies yep. and hopes they'll show up on Sunday. Yeah, the youth group, <laughs> they, called it, they called it Crossfire. And I mean, it was okay. It's like you what know, I do. Fun. It's like what I do, only with weed and Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> I like your youth group better. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's how awesome. did you eventually, like, where did it sort of take a turn away when from I, the church? I mean, when I was in high school, my friend, he was pretty heavy, hardcore Christian. And he just, just one day, just changed. He was like, oh, I don't want to be Christian anymore, and, and this and that. I, it's just a bunch of bullshit. And I was like, dude, how can you, how can you be like that one day and like this the next? And he pushed a book into my, into my chest and he was like, read this. And it was the satanic Bible. Of course. Oh. Of course. So I read it. And what scared me was I agreed with a lot of it. Yep. And that's when the wheel started turning. Cause I mean, I just want everybody to know that when it came to, when it came to believing in God, I really tried. I really did try. I did as well. I, I tried to believe that there that there is a God who loves me very much, you know, created me in his own image. I mean, I just can't get past the whole if you if if you love somebody, why would you why would you, you know, torture them and send them to hell if they don't believe in the, you? The more I read the Bible, like I said, the angrier I got and the yeah. more hypocrisy and just nope. bullshit I sniffed. I grew up on and off with my mom, so various combinations of my mom and my grandparents, uh, consistently with my grandparents. And they were, at best, casual churchgoers. They were religious, like your regular old person that you might run into, you know, but they weren't, it wasn't a huge, important part of their life. You know, there wasn't a lot of serious religious talk or anything going on. But they would go, and they would occasionally drag me along. And I was a little kid. I didn't think much about it in this way or or any way other than this is going to be fucking boring and I don't want to go <laughs> and no I don't want to wear those fucking pants oh, and this is going to suck and is it over yet and what uh, the it the, you couldn't put a kid in a more just unfun situation <laughs> than uh, church yep. but I would do it here and there and um I was simultaneously growing up in the care of my mother who was a young mom and wildly inappropriate uh, generally. So every movie I shouldn't have been watching and every record I shouldn't have been listening to, I was getting them straight from my mother. And, you know, along with that came a real influential sort of sense of rebelliousness. You know, that was a part of my personality from as 
early as I can remember. You know, all I needed to see was enough images of Wasp and Motley Crue and shit like that. (laughs) That's all I needed. So some of my earliest memories literally are of little me with sidewalk chalk drawing pentagrams out front of the neighbor's house next door who I knew were religious. And I hardly knew what a fucking pentagram was. All I knew was that it upset them and that was kind of cool and yeah. fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I drew pentagrams before I knew what pentagrams were. Yeah, like, yeah. It was, it was amazing. I saw the Shout at the Devil album cover, and I was fucking in. Whatever this is, <laughs> it's way better and way more fun than what goes on at church. And so that was the first step. Um, and later on, I had some directly... I mean, should I tell it? Should I tell a tale? Sure. Please do. Let's hear it. So I, I often cite this as maybe an inciting incident for me definitely becoming a Satanist eventually. I grew up mostly without a dad. My dad was way in the background, not really involved, never lived with him, didn't see him that much. Every once in a blue moon, for no occasion that I could figure out, he would come and pick me up for the day, and we'd go do a thing. And most of the time, this thing was not good or fun. And one day in particular, he brought me to church. Now, I, don't, I can't even get all into it. I don't even know all the ins and outs of it. But he had himself a, a strange history with religion. And he was a member of some, I don't know what you could call it other than a cult. I think it was some, I'm going to attempt to learn more about exactly what this was. But it was some sort of extreme like Catholicism in this little church near where I lived Men draped in the traditional brown robes, you know, the monk vibe with the little rope around the waist, hoods, all of that. Creepy as fuck. So he brings me into this little church on this day, and I don't know what's happening. You know, I'm just looking at him, following following along as best I can to just, you know, get with the program. And everybody's going up to the altar at the front and doing the thing where you kneel, you accept the body of Christ, you get the little wine, that whole creepy thing. So I'm doing that. They call it communion. Yeah. Shows you how educated I am. Yeah, the communion wafers and the wine and all. And so my dad has his head sort of down, sort of bowing, and I'm doing the same. And the guy, whoever this is, I don't know, is he a priest? I don't know what this creep was. He comes over, and at the time, again, I'm a little kid. I'm I'm sub 10 years old, pretty young. And I have some kind of weird little hairdo. I had like a little long hair, the beginnings of a mullet or a rat tail or uh, some shit like that. Tail. I had some kind of something going on back Still there. better than a Floby haircut. So my head's down <laughs> and this fucker grabs a hold of my little hair back there and like yanks it up pretty, pretty stiff. And I'm like, ow, fuck, like this is not cool. And I will never forget. He looks at my dad and says uh, something which included... He is not an animal, is what they said about me. And I'm just silently thinking, fuck, what the fuck? Fuck you, dude. So there was confusion to this person that you may have been an animal? I, I don't, he was just, this is his way of just shitting on my shitty haircut. Oh, okay. And my long, inappropriate hair. And so my dad then replies with some sort of light excuse about, well, he's with his mother. I don't really have control, you know, uh, sorry, you know, whatever. So right then and there, fuck this place, fuck all of this, fuck these people, this is crazy and shitty. Um, and so that that was a pretty solid nail in the coffin. Right, I'd say so. Right there. Um, 
that was a pretty intense church experience for a little kid to have. In my opinion, I was basically assaulted by this stranger in a creepy robe. <laughs> and then my dad, rather than defending me and punching this guy senseless, which is what he should have done, he was like, oh, sorry, I'm not in control, whatever, like... Fuck wow. all y'all. Did you right now. regularly attend this place? No, that was my my dad did. I think he was in a whole scene with these. My dad. I've only again. I never had much of a relationship. I never had these conversations with my dad. But I have some half brothers. One of whom has filled me in a little bit on it. But I should I should dig in more because I'm just curious because it's yeah, so weird. It sounded like that was more of an image thing. He didn't. He wanted to maintain right. whatever yes. status. Oh yeah, for sure. His peers for or sure. whatever. And again, yeah. he hardly knew me. Like, we rarely ever hung out with each other, so. Uh, I want to revert back to uh, how to find us on the good old internet. Uh, we are at satanicstudyhall.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And now, in an effort to talk a little bit more about our Patreon, I really, really, really want to shout out two members that have uh, given us their full support right off the bat, and that's Tim Allen and Ali Garcia. Yes, thank you. Um, fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, that's that's amazing. Um, it's definitely uh, putting some, some faith in us, like you said. Absolutely. Hail Satan. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's a big Hail Satan for that. Uh, I truly appreciate it. But as far as the Patreon, we got a lot of fun stuff going on on the Patreon. We are offering a couple of different tiers. We have a 99-cent level. Uh, that's just a, an initial level to show your support. We will send you out a pack of Satanic Study Hall stickers. The artwork has been from various members of people who have supported us from the uh, Satanic Delco group. We also have a $6.66 level. And with the $6.66 level, this is when it gets a little cooler. Um, pencils, erasers, composition book, all with the Satanic Study Hall logo or Satanic Study Hall on them. Uh, we got the pencils in, I heard, right, Johnny? Yes, sir. How they come out? Awesome. Black pencils with silver writing. Satanic Study Hall. And all the artwork you see on our social media has been provided. Um, I mean, Johnny, Joseph, uh, Christina has actually, uh, Christina, she supplied the t-shirt design that we're rolling with that should be available. Um, I really probably shouldn't say a time, but my goal <laughs> is the end of August. I should have one or two different options available in sizes all the way up to 4XL. Definitely essential. I'm trying my hardest to stay a medium. Yeah. I've been I drifting guess. into large territory lately. Well, we're going to dive into all types of different topics as we uh, we learn, explore the history of Satanism just all throughout. And I mean, we're not talking just in, in the 1900s. We have, a, we have an episode lined up uh, coming up, hopefully in the first, you know, in the first five, you know, all about Satanic Panic. We did meet in a group, and that group is called Satanic Delco. If it wasn't for this random sponsored ad I saw on Facebook, and five minutes later, a friend inviting me to the group, it happened like in succession. Uh, and that was by you, Joseph, um, with yeah. Satanic Delco. So could you tell us a little bit about that, what you, uh, what you had in mind when you created it, and where you want to go with it? That's... That's a tough one to pin. <laughs> Let's see. Where did it start? Um, like I said, I'm a member of the Satanic Temple. I've been a member of the Temple for a few years. I don't remember when I first discovered them and joined up online. Um, but of course, you know, we live in Delaware County, like you said, and we're just, you know, Delaware County is basically suburbs just outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And in the city, there are, you know, like many cities across our country, 
there are chapters of the Satanic Temple. And in Philadelphia, there isn't currently, as we speak, an official chapter, uh, but there will be in the near future, I think. And that group, um, you know, there's a group based in Philadelphia, and of course they are friends of the Satanic Temple in Philadelphia. And so I was a member of their group, and I'd been out to a couple of their rituals and meetups in the city. And by by that point, it had been on my mind to just one way or another figure out who around me was on the same page like surely there's a bunch of us but I know that people from where we live sometimes um, are a pain in the ass about traveling to the city even though it's not far away you know how some suburb people can get they're like I'm not going to the damn city you can't Mm -hmm. get me to drive through that shit yeah I went through a phase of that myself Uh, I'm kicking myself in the ass for it currently yeah and there was this whole thriving scene of, of these cats in the city doing their thing getting together having a great time and and having some events and I just was curious about how that might go for people from you know Delaware County where we live And so I went ahead and just put together a Facebook group. And my realistic expectation, I always say I I expected, you know, five or seven nerds to join. It would peter out by the next week and I would delete it. And that's what I sort of expected to happen. But that isn't what happened. Uh, Soon enough, people started finding their way in. And I did some sponsored posts so that I could just get the word out. I didn't even share it to my own Facebook friends at all. I didn't tell anyone I knew about it. I didn't post it online on my personal accounts. I just wanted to, you know, because I didn't want it to be just like my friends that I encouraged to join. Like, let's come in, yeah, let's do just this. Open like, up a Facebook messenger yeah. group chat. And <laughs> yeah. So I wanted it, I wanted to find new people. I wanted to see who out there was on the same page, maybe. And uh, I guess, long story short, it, it grew. It grew. We got quite a bunch of people, and here we are. Um, Amen. So interesting story. <laughs> while, while we're while we're talking about the temple and everything, um, we have a little disclaimer that I could play, but I wanted to say it out loud this time and like just you know myself. So the podcast is just a bunch of degenerates who just so happen to be members of the Satanic Temple. We are not affiliated with any other Satanic organizations. We, uh, we're speaking for ourselves, and I'm proud of that. It, uh, the more I'm talking today, um, the more comfortable I'm getting and the more excited I'm getting about future episodes. It'll know. only get better. Absolutely. Check out our Patreon. And again, we have some cool stuff at that 666 level. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on social media. You had mentioned before where we met one another, and I met you, Bill. I forgot about you. Shit, I'm an asshole. God damn it, Bill. I went from Joseph to we're wrapping it up by all means. Johnny. Damn, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I apologize for him, John. I could have gotten out of it. You could have. I feel but, horrible. Uh, I met Bill. Uh, he hosted a movie night here. It was, uh, oddly enough, the, the uh, movie was Hail Satan. Yes, it was. The documentary about said Baphomet and uh, wanting to set it up where the Ten Commandments are. An interesting note about that about that documentary that really got me was I found it amazing because there's a scene where they're doing interviews with, with Satanists, with people who are members of the satanic temple. And they're just going through all these people and they're, they're talking about, you know, their experiences and everything. And the one thing that really got me was when I, when I imagine a Satanist, I imagine upside down crosses and, and pentagrams and, 
tattoos, satanic tattoos, oh, yes, and absolutely. all black. And, you know, and maybe even corpse paint. Goth night. Yeah, long black hair. Goth night. There was this one, this one guy. I think he was a lawyer or something. And he had on like a suit. Yes. With a bow tie. I think it was like oh, a rainbow yes. bow tie. Yeah, he described himself as a zesty little atheist or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I would have never guessed he was a, he was a yeah. member of the Satanic Temple. And he could have walked right down the street by me. He would have said, hey, man. I'm a member of the Satanic Temple. I've been like, yeah, okay, right. That's wild, but yeah, I mean that that hell. Watching that movie, I it'd be like the third time I saw it on movie night. Like you said, that was like, my first. Really, uh, yeah, and it was it was great. Yeah. I mean, especially because I think over half the group it was their first time. So when we broke out, it was it was weird because we had these little breakout sessions, cigarette breaks, whatever you want to call it. Great. Um, and, and we were, everybody was talking about the movie. And right off the bat, it sparked conversation. And this is the first time. I mean, I, I invited 11 strangers over. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah, right. You really took it like, right. to a whole new level. Yeah, I, I said, fuck it, because that's the kind of initiative I think something exactly. like this takes. Exactly. And you got to, like, you lose momentum quickly when you get people together. All right. So it looks like the bell is about to ring. But before that, I wanted to quickly thank you all for joining us today in Satanic Study Hall. Uh, another huge shout out to Allie and Tim for being our first two patrons on Patreon. And a huge thank you and hail Satan to Johnny and Joseph for joining us today. I also want to shout out Francesca or Frankie Gentile and Dennis Cruson, who are two of our resident members of the podcast who will be joining us soon. And Christina Verde for the t-shirt design, which totally kicks ass and I cannot wait to wear it. So join us next time as we dive into what the Satanic Temple is, what modern Satanism means to us, and a killer review of Twin Temple's Satanic Doo-Wop. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. The